Guys, look at what we did for you. We brought you this amazing game. Hello and welcome to episode three of Unrenowned, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege, what we don't like about Siege. I'm your host, Ryan, and this is Chris, my co-host, also my brother, also the worst squad mate in our squad. Well, okay, no, that's not true. And yes, I am your brother. That is true. As far as we know. All right. So how are you doing? I'm good. I'm doing great. I'm sick. So I got sick. Yeah, I can hear that. No, you can't. You can't tell. I got sick yesterday. No, I got sick on Wednesday. So colds have this thing. There's like the first day you can feel it coming on. And it's like, oh, it's going to suck soon. Yes. Day two, horrible. Very uncomfortable. Day three through like day 13 is like just runny nose. Mm-hmm. Um, last couple of days, just like stuffy and sinus, like head. So you're on what day? I'm on day three. So I'm starting the runny nose phase. You're kind of over it. Yeah. You so just we're, sound bad. Yeah. So basically we've got like the box of Kleenex that's going to need to be replaced in a day. You waste like $13 on Kleenex, $13 and 48 cents. This is exactly what our listeners are tuning in for. So continue, please, longer. (laughs) We need, no, we need our other squad mate to come in and explain how. The virology of it all? Yeah. Uh, We'll get to Dr. Camden one day. But um, yeah, so today we're going to go into um, the latest patch to the game. The first patch after Grim Sky. Um, and then we're going to talk about some of the progress that the game has made since beta. And then we'll go into our Reddit post of the podcast and some listener questions. One listener question. We got our first listener question. So woot, woot. I'm pretty excited about that. It's a good question too. So first, just to follow up on our last episode, so we talked about, um, how to make the game more friendly for new players. And I had a brilliant idea this week that should totally be in siege. So in most games, um, yeah, just most games, most games these days on loading screens, there's the little tips, right? Yes. Yeah. And they like, they tell you cool stuff about the game. Like we're playing Dead by Daylight and like we had no idea what we're doing. Okay. Dead by Daylights were very helpful. Yeah. And they give these like, like, cause we're just trying to figure it out as we go and they give you these loading screen tips and it's like, oh, I totally understand that mechanic now. Yeah. And obviously like after a while you've seen them all and they don't mean anything because you already know everything it means. But I feel like that would be a great way to convey things like Dokabee's uh, call thing doesn't affect Echo. Yeah, right? I, I agree. I, well, the funny thing is, I think half the times when I see those tips on screens, like I'm not even paying attention to the loading screen. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think there's been a game before where I've been actually confused about how to play other than Dead by Daylight. And that's the first time I actually paid attention Yeah, or well, wanted to, meant to. Yeah, for a lot of games, like uh, particularly like single player open world games, they'll have those. And a lot of times it's just like, like you've already learned that stuff by the time you get to it. I just feel like in Siege, like what we we talked about, one of the problems is that they don't expose any of this information anywhere in the game. The only way to know it is by reading Reddit. Yeah, Reddit and all the patch notes. Right. Is that even easy to find? Like, can you even go on like the website and find all the patch notes? Is that a thing? Uh, I don't think it's that easy to find. I think Reddit probably has a better archive of the patch notes than um, the website. Than the website does. 
the one thing is like where exactly would you put those loading screen notes? I think you could probably put them on like when you first load the map and then I don't know, would you put it somewhere in between each round? Yeah, maybe definitely when it's loading the map, you could put it in like the, a lot of times you are stuck on those map, those, uh, round loading screens for a long time. Yeah, that happens. Um, so, I mean, I, I think that's a good way. Like, I mean, games have found for a long time that just putting a little bit of flavor text there or whatever is like a good way to kind of keep people occupied while they're waiting. Yeah. So I, I actually just checked the website. It actually is pretty easy to find patch notes. It has all the seasons oh, cool. listed and then you can click on patch notes. That's actually pretty. It's in there. It's well, there. Good, f- good for Ubi. So you, but then you have to know, like, starting the game, okay, I have to go on their website because this game's a very... Well, and, like, if you... Like, like even then, what are you going to do? You're going to go read through the two-and-a-half-year history yeah, of patch notes? Yeah, take forever. It's reading a book. Yeah, no, uh, that doesn't really make sense. So, yeah, yeah, I just think just, like, just kind of those quick tips of, like, oh, here's how this operator specially affects this other operator, or even here's just, like, a breakdown of how this works, or, like, just a quick tip, like, it's usually not a good idea to reinforce between bomb sites. You know, like, yes, just like little tips like that that you can convey in like one sentence. And you could fit, you could put like 500 of those in there, honestly. Oh, yeah. You like could it, put so many. If they just kept typing them. Shoot, just freaking outsource it to the community. Yeah. Like, there you go. <laughs> crowdsource all the tips, ask the community, like, that what would, would you put be on the us? smartest thing for them to do, actually. You yeah. get, just put it on Reddit, you'd get the smartest ones upvoted. They just take the top, the top totally. ones. Totally. They'd have so, so many to choose from. Yeah, I think that'd be a great thing to do. And like, I would learn things from that still, you know, like, or at least be reminded of things. Be like, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, like, I forgot. Like, as rookie, put down armor. Like, I forget. Yeah, I always forget that. Um, so, okay, so let's move on to the latest patch. So this is, uh, how do they label their patches? Y3S3. So you're three season 3.1. So basically 3.1. Um. So there's really, I mean, most of this is just kind of like minor bug fixes. Um, yeah, that's all, pretty much all it is, except for one thing, and that's team kill bans. So the subreddit has been in an uproar. Oh my gosh, every day. Yeah. I like it, too. It's it's fun. Chris loves drama. <laughs> like, I see another one, I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Get them. Uh, so basically what they did is um, they, so what? let me just read what they wrote. The team killing penalty for a first offense will be adjusted from a kick to a 30-minute ban. Initially, if a player was team killed in casual, the offender was kicked from the match. The same situation in ranked would result in a kick as well, but also triggered an abandoned penalty. This was confusing because it seemed as if the team killing punishment was different between ranked versus casual. So they're almost making it sound like they're trying to bring ranked and casual closer together in a way. Yeah. Or trying to um, basically say that we're not less concerned about team killing and casual. Uh-huh. And so the new breakdown is as follows. First defense banned from matchmaking for 30 minutes. And then it goes on next one's one hour, then two hours, then 24 hours and seven days by the fifth offense. So Chris, what are the problems with that? Okay. The thing that I think of most when I see it is when is the cooldown timer? Like where, Mm-hmm. Where is the point where it's like, okay, well, now you've passed, I don't know, two weeks. Now it's going to be a 30 right. minute ban does again. It reset every or season, is it like or does two it never years reset? later? Yeah. Like, who the freak knows? So that's, that's a little uh, annoying. And then the other problem is okay, now all the trolls know exactly what the penalty is and exactly how to 
um, how to invoke it, right? So the the kids that used to be team killing people, mm-hmm. now they're purposely getting team killed. So we've mm-hmm. we've seen several posts uh, where people are saying like, yeah, like I threw a smoke thing and I I set off my smoke and then my two teammates ran and sat in the smoke until they died and then I got kicked and banned from matchmaking and I couldn't play the game for thirty minutes. And it's like, that's bad. Yeah. Like, you put a lot more power in the troll's hands now. Sucks. Yeah. So like, sucks. It, like, here's the thing. Like, this is bad implementation, right? Um, but I do salute them for at least trying something. Yeah. Because it, like a lot of these problems that Siege has had, it's like, hey, this problem's been here for months or years and you haven't tried anything because you you always tell us, oh, we're, we're working on what's the best solution. Or we're trying to figure out the best solution. And sometimes it's like, just try a solution. And if it doesn't work, then tr- like fix it, you know, like, and th- this is kind of that case where like, they're just trying a solution and it turns out it's not the best one, but at least they're trying something and hopefully they'll just respond quickly to, to make it better. The funny thing is, is like people have been talking about not as frequently as they are now, but before they were talking about we need a forgive option mm-hmm. so you don't get kicked. Mm-hmm. And it started becoming like a hot topic and then like they added the ban option. It was like, right. that was the opposite of what we were trying to get you to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure that like the the work for that was being done long before the yeah. the post about that came out. But I mean, it, it does bring us back to what we were talking about in the first episode of forgive and ban or for, forgive or punish Um options for the person who was team killed and that's really the only solution don't you think yeah like because disabling team kill or disabling friendly fire is not an option um yeah you can't do that no and even people have said things like oh we'll do mirrored damage instead where like instead of damaging the person it damages the one who was doing the damage no the the you can't it ruins the game because you then you can have your whole team sit on a bomb defending a bomb and blow a fuse charge on top of it and they're okay and their enemy can't enter right like no yeah the the what the problem is that it happens the whole point is it happens too frequently on accident mm-hmm. that you can't like our our whole point is to not punish the people doing it on accident by doing the right. mirror thing you're still right. punishing them right and like, so and here's like the really cool thing about um the, the forgiver punish system right okay so like so I've seen some people say like, oh, well, that's not good because then people will just, uh, they'll just take advantage of that too and they'll still troll you and they'll they'll just say punish every time, right? I think we talked about this a little bit on the first one. Uh-huh. And the point is like, okay, well, right now it's punishing everybody 100% of the time. Yeah. So even if just 10% of people are good players and will forgive you when you, when they should, that's an improvement. Already better. Right? And and I I really, really, really think that the bad actors are like, 20% at the most. It just feels like it's... I mean, if you think about it, every single game, let's say you're solo queuing, every single game you're with four strangers and most of the time you're not getting team killed. Yeah, I think... Yes, I agree with that. Secondly, I think where it really matters most is like the ranked matches mm-hmm. where you're not going to have... Most of the time, you're not going to have the trolls that are like, oh, boot him. Right. Like, that's where people were really getting upset was right. the ranked matches that they were getting kicked out of. Yep, Totally. Um, and, and then where it gets really, really cool is that you can start collecting long-term data, right? Yeah. Like, uh, and, and that data is a little bit more believable than, you know, if, if somebody just like, I guess, mains fuse and smoke their potential for team kills is a lot higher than somebody yep. that doesn't. Right. Um, even if they're not like being stupid about it, it's just, it, it'll happen. Um, 
so like if if you're taking these ratings over time of whether people are forgiving or punishing somebody's team kills and you find that okay the um the like the average of how often people choose to punish is 50 percent but this player he's killing people at a higher rate and he is being chosen to to punish 70 percent of the time so that's yeah. a pretty good indicator that that's like a problem player over a long term, uh-huh. right? And then you can like then you can just come in and say, "Hey, you're banned for seven days, like from the start." Yeah, you don't have to like step through these minor penalties to, because you're worried about accidentally penalizing a good player. Exactly, and they they need to make sure that they do look at stuff like that too. Like, do they play smoke a lot? Do they play fuse a lot? I don't, I don't. I don't think that matters as much though, because what you're getting to forgive or punish. That's right? a good point. Yeah. And yeah. so, if you find where how often the community on average says forgive or punish, and yeah. that person is constantly getting more punish yeah. votes, then then yeah, like that's a problem. So, yep. anyway, like I think that's really the only solution. Yeah, and I think too, us on PC, we don't have we don't see it nearly as much as I'm sure on console. Like I already know they have. Because they were complaining about this forever ago, that it was always a problem. They were always getting team killed. And I was like, nah. I, th- I, I would disagree. I think, I, I think we have a skewed perspective because we more frequently play with the full squad than okay. we do solo or in small groups. And yeah. also, we play ranked almost all the time. So I th- like it's worse than casual. So like I actually have a video yeah. up, which I don't think you've seen, where like I get into this game and immediately this guy just like starts spewing off like terrible terrible things at me for like no reason i hadn't said a word and then like the first thing he does is team kill me and then his friend team kills me and it was like the whole game i'm just getting team killed and i couldn't do anything about it um so casual solo queue that's happening and but what's what's cool about the consoles is that they have their own like overall systems for for monitoring players so like outside of reporting to ubisoft you can just report them straight to xbox for like for being a, a problem player and Xbox will handle on Xbox's end. So Xbox is going to say you're banned from Xbox live yeah, for an amount of time. Right. Yeah. And I don't know how strict Xbox really is about that stuff. Yeah. I assume that they do it, but, but I mean, they, they at least have another system for it. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. But anything else to say on that? No, I think we pretty much covered the whole thing. Yeah. Basically, I saw it and I thought, oh boy. Here we go again. It's going to be fun. Yeah. You hear us, Ubisoft. We need forgive or punish. All right. So, um, beta. Beta was a thing that we did. It's great. House Hereford Consulate all day long. As long as you could get into a, a match. Oh, yeah. After the 40 <laughs> minutes of waiting, you got yes. Consulate Hereford House. So, it's always worth the wait. Yeah. It was fun. Um, but so, okay, here's what we want to do. Like, so after the beta, um, or actually during the beta, we kind of just kept track of like all, like all the problems we encountered. So we were like really, really into the game, like from the start. And so we're like, okay, this is cool. Like we should try to help make this better. So we sort of just took note of like everything. And then we made this like huge Reddit post of like, okay, here's all the feedback we have after the beta. Um, so I'll link to it in the show notes. Uh, the title of the post is balance bugs and betterment GPG squads take on the beta. So... Uh, what we kind of want to do is just kind of like go through each bullet point and just see like, okay, did this get implemented? Do we still think it should be implemented or like, has this been fixed? And like, it'd be kind of interesting to see like how far we've come from the beta. Yeah. I feel like, um, and, and also like, it's kind of interesting just to give you a frame of reference for how much this game has grown in the community and stuff. So this 
post has 25 upvotes. Okay, but I will say that's like the equivalent of Nail having like 1k like, upvotes. Like 2,500 probably. Yeah. Because this was on the front page. This was like top of the subreddit. Yep. And like it was it was a hot topic with like some 40-something comments, 99% yeah. upvoted. Like this was like the prime post on the subreddit for a day and like yeah. 25 upvotes. Yeah, this is when the sub was like 3,000. Ish. that yeah it might it was, have been it's pretty low so like I yeah think it now might have been it's or less yeah so yeah it's, it's just an interesting frame of reference but okay so we're gonna break this down by um so i guess i had kind of four categories here balance bugs ui and hud and miscellaneous improvements so we just kind of this wanna... is the good part of having ryan you just tell him stuff and he writes he's like beautiful like I'm well organized essay stuff you're like oh wow that looks nice that's the one good thing about me (laughs) um okay so let's start going down the list shall we say yes aye aye okay sorry i'm just zooming in on my computer to like be able to see it better and now it's like freaking out okay here we go so balance uh whoa this is a long one so I know riot shields are a hot topic and there are plenty of ideas on how to rebalance them or whether they need to be rebalanced at all. Uh, so first of all, shields were super powerful in the beta, like really powerful. It was nuts. I kind of want to talk about that after. Yeah, Keep going. We'll, we'll get to it. Overall, I think they fit well into the mechanics of the game, but I do have a couple of suggestions for improvements. One, attach a severe penalty accuracy, penalty to accuracy while the riot shield is being shot, similar to battlefield suppression and two, very slightly decrease hip fire accuracy for shield shield users. The frequency and consistency with which riot shields uh, riot shield users have been able to one shot me through tiny holes in a wall is too high. That is, I had an open parenthesis there and didn't close it. That's kind of annoying. Um, Can you still edit it? <laughs> no, maybe. I'm kind of surprised we didn't notice that. Yeah, like none too. of us. Uh, oh, I can. I'm gonna edit that. Should we talk about this now or should we wait to read through the whole... No, let's just take it one at a time. Okay. So, there's so much I want to talk about. I don't know. I don't remember. Well, I remember. I feel like the shields might have kind of been okay. Yeah, I... Mm, I th- Yeah, I think I think we the community just didn't know how to handle it at the time. Yeah. Um... But I do think that the hip fire was too accurate yes and they did nerf it i think i think what i think yeah that but i think they nerfed it a little too much and what they should have maybe done is have the like the suppression thing be a thing so like yeah. if you see a shield you shoot at the shield and know that he's not gonna be able to hit you while right, you're shooting at him right you know is that thing if i you, don't think if so you shoot i don't shield, think it's affect his no. accuracy at all i don't believe it is okay i i, I don't but, know if that... i don't know it yeah, I don't, we I don't test know for it. sure. It might be. Um, yeah, make a note to test that. I don't know if that should be the case, though, because now, like, uh, it's it's hard to say because shields have felt broken uh, so often throughout the um, throughout the game's life, and like right now, like I was playing Blitz the other day, and I like I feel like I was just getting shot through my shield, you know, and like or just like his arm was sticking way out. Like I know yeah. he's, Blitz is a little bit bigger than his shield, but like. I just had my elbow sticking straight out and like Zofia or some, no, Zofia would have been on my team, but whoever, somebody just like lit up my elbow and I was like, okay, this is stupid. Yeah. I feel like I see, I feel like I see shields now and I'm not really that scared of them. No, I think a lot of it is we've just learned how to handle it. Yeah. So 
I don't this one's know. hard. Yeah, I, 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 they did rebalance it, um, and they, they did nerf their hip fire. And our, we actually have a suspicion that they didn't nerf hip fire just for shields, but they actually nerfed it for everybody. Yeah, that's kind of what I, the other thing I wanted to say. Yeah. So when they nerfed it for shields, first of all, they didn't expand like the box where a hip fire would go, and like that size, the reticle, mm-hmm. the little four lines, whatever you call that. That's the same size as it always been, but is the this hip a fact? fire. Are you sure of this? Or you I'm just... like I'm like eighty nine point nine two. Eighty nine point nine two. Okay, yeah. keep going. We'll check. But so that that size didn't change because it's not like way way bigger than it was before. But what did change is like now you never get those shots. But what we've noticed recently, uh, forever especially, is when you're hip firing like with anybody, it sucks. Oh yeah, it's garbage. Even like, if they're right in front of you. Yeah, you cannot hit people like at all. Like it's better to aim down sights like. And lose right all your mobility. You, yeah, then the hip fire. Yeah, it's it's very silly. It I makes feel like. it's very frustrating because you're like you're. That's like the basic FPS thing to do. Like when they're right there, you hip fire. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To know the exact distance where you should hip fire and where you should yeah. aim down sights. Um. Yeah. I I feel like hip fire needs to be buffed a little bit for just for regular operators. Yeah. Because no, it's frustrating. Like shields. Like it's kind of okay. I would love that suppression thing. That's something hard to work on. It, it it doesn't really bug me that it's not a thing. Like, it's fine. The biggest thing for me is just everybody has that hip fire problem. Yeah. Yeah, totally. All right. Let's keep moving here. Uh, nitro charges are far too easy for enemies to detect. I recommend removing the beeping sound and making the blinking light more subtle. That is a new feedback, I think. That is some new feedback right there. Yeah. I think what well, what we were thinking when we said that was more like... We want it to be a trap, right? Yeah, we thought nitro chargers were traps. And it kind of would be cool if they were. But at the same time, I think the meta now is the point where it's a nitro charge is something you throw. But you have impact grenades now. Yeah, but those don't typically kill. No, they don't. So I think I think it's fine. Yeah, nitro chargers, okay. have, they just have a different use than we expected. Yeah, it's fine. Remove the static effect of Pulse's heartbeat sensor, make it possible to see through it again. So this happened. Yes. Uh, they So uh, like... It must have been an alpha or something where Pulse could just see through his thing and with uh-huh. almost no distortion, I think. Yeah, it was like completely clear. Yeah, so, and then then what they did is during closed beta, you know, he had a scanner and it would just be like a like a snow on a TV effect, yep. right? And so you couldn't see anything through it. Now they've done it where it's like it's like a red screen, right? Yeah. And you can see through it. Um, I think that was good because Pulse just felt like. You you just felt like you lost so much awareness as soon as you pulled that thing out. Yeah, the one thing so they changed a couple things because before you could pull it out and you could like press one like your primary and it would switch to it super fast. Now they've changed it where you can see through it completely, but it's the same speed to pull out your primary no matter what you yeah, do. Yeah, Pulse in the first probably six months was one of the operators that really got tweaked a lot. Yeah, um, well, it's hard. Like you just made a wall hack operator. Right. Like, it was how it was do you make to get him? So the, it was the distance that that he could see, is the um, frequency of his scans got adjusted, and all that kind of stuff. So I think Pulse is in a really good spot now. Yeah, slightly decreased the deployment time for mutes jammers. I didn't even know. Yeah, I don't know if they did that or not. I don't feel like when I'm putting him down, it's taking a long time. But I don't know. I don't remember that being a problem. But I feel like you played mute a lot. Did uh, you? I think I did play a lot of mute in the beta. I don't know. I, I, I don't think that's happened, but I don't know if it needs to. Actually, I think it'd be nice because how many does he have? Four. Four? Okay. Did he used to have three? Yeah. Maybe it did. Maybe when they gave him four, they they turned that down possible 
I don't remember. Anyway. I do know recently I've been killed like... I mean, it is kind of hard like in preparation phase to put down four of those and put oh, up two totally reinforcements. Is. It totally is. It's He has a lot to do. Yeah. He and Maestro, I think, are... Yeah, Maestro. They just have so, and Capkin. Okay. Yes, Capkin has a ton to, to do. do. Echo sometimes is kind of hard too. Really? Echo? Yeah. I mean, he only has the two, like, but like... two barbed wire and then you can kind of go wherever you want well, and you throw do the drones? reinforcements and the drones. You got to throw them down. Well, does reinforcements. And, and he's probably up there, but he's not on freaking maestro level. No, maestros. Anyway, that one, I, I don't really care either way which way it went. Um, next one, increased damage dealt by bandits' electric traps. Currently, an enemy can walk right through electrified barbed wire, taking only about nine damage. The traps are far too easy to see and disable for the consequence of ignoring them to be so mild. A walk over electrified barbed wire should cost about 25 HP, in my opinion. So this one, I actually do feel like bandits gadget is a hundred percent useless outside of the, the bandit trick. Yep. Bandit right. and mirror combo. You got nothing. Right. So like, like this one's hard because bandit is a really good operator, right? Cause he has a good gun. He does um, drugs. He does drugs. He's super fast. Uh, and, and then he, and then he has the, the entry denial with the bandit trick, right? If you can destroy those thermite or Hibana charges or whatever, then that's pretty valuable. Yeah. But that's super, super specific. Yes. Right. Um, and now, especially with uh, Maverick being in the game, that's become a lot less effective. Yeah. I feel like. And so like just my problem with his traps is just that aside from that one thing, right, that one piece of utility they have, they're just useless because they take forever to put down like his head's down when you're doing it. You're not seeing what's going on around you. They're large. They're easy to see. You can hear them. So like, uh, there's, there's no excuse for somebody to like, not realize there's a bandit trap there, Mm -hmm. but then there's no punishment for totally ignoring it. Like it's not there. Yeah. You know, nine damage. That's nothing. Yeah. And I don't think that's been increased. No, No, I know it hasn't because when you try to like put something on the wall, it's like three damage. It's the same. And so like, it's it's to the point where it's like the proper way to play against like a shield electrified with with bar or whatever a shield like an electrified shield on a door is to ignore the electricity and jump over it and yeah. that's stupid that shouldn't be the right way to handle that situation. Yeah. yeah, I agree. The other thing I feel like should be a thing is why is there sound? Well, it sounds fine. Why is there like the little blue electricity that's constantly flashing? It is the easily most easily detectable gadget. By like far. I don't know why that's even a thing. Yeah, like it's it shouldn't stupid. be a thing. It's stupid. Um, and so what I would do for his thing, this is funny because we're actually we're getting into like a lot of topics that are that are like they could be their whole other things. But what I would do for his, I think, is just make it smaller and less detectable. Yeah. Or I would increase the damage that you take from it. Or just do like a stun effect because that makes total sense, right? Like just do like an electrified, like, like you kind of like, uh, zombies. Yeah, like, slow exactly down. like that. Yeah, exactly. Like clash. Um, Zombie. just uh, clash. So, yeah. <laughs> just, just like stun him a little bit, slow Zombie. him down and it doesn't have to last forever. But you know, I, I think that that's fair considering how easy it is to see his traps and how like easy it should be to avoid. Yeah. So, anyway, okay, next one. Uh, so that didn't happen, but it should. Remove the need for Doc to reload his stim pistol. So this hasn't happened, but Doc did get a significant buff. He didn't used to be yeah. able to heal you. No. He could only revive you. 
Um, so he, he the, the revive I think works exactly the same now as it as it always has. Where he'd revive you and you get seventy five health, but he couldn't heal you if you hadn't been downed, and he couldn't heal himself, and there was no overheal. So he's gotten a pretty decent buff. Yeah, I think he's pretty good at this point. I don't think really I'd change anything with him. No, I don't think so. Um, One thing I think I might change with him is if he revives you normally, I think that should also give you 75 health. It doesn't anymore? Did it before? Yeah, you used to get 75 like like if he just like picks you up not with the stim oh, pistol oh yeah no 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 i'm sorry no he yeah i'm saying if he just picks you up like that should yeah, be yeah, for him doctor. to conserve its stim pistol or if he's out of stim pistols like yeah. he should be able to revive you and you come up at 75 health yeah yeah i agree that's like a super minor buff but like i think it'd be cool yeah next a very slight increase in time needed to secure the biohazard around 5 seconds this hasn't happened do you yeah, still I don't feel play like biohazard anymore so i don't yeah, even yeah we don't play care. that much anymore um I do think it's pretty fast, though, how fast you secure the biohazard. Yeah. So I, I think I would still want to do that. Yeah. Remove or lessen the vision penalty for defenders who are outside. That happened. Done. It done did you happen. You used to not be able to see at all. Nope. <laughs> like, it was, like, so hazy. Was, yeah, and very like, hazy. It had like that red. stupid... Yeah, it was, like, a red haze yeah, over it, you. It was and very it, difficult to see anybody right outside. It was awful. Um... That was a good change. Make floors slightly more destructible. As it is, nobody bothers trying to make holes to see through floors because it simply costs too much ammunition and time. Okay, so I think, yeah, it still kind of does. They, but they, they buffed the environment damage of all weapons. Yeah. So, yeah, they can, yes. And then also Sledge's hammer. It used to be like you hit it once, it would only get that first layer, and then you'd have to hit it again to get underneath the metal yep. beams. Yep. Now it does everything. One hit. So And then Buck's been introduced, so that's... Yeah, Buck, and he's gotten significant. Right. I want to talk about Buck more. I'm trying to remember if breach charges have changed at all in that respect. I don't think so. I don't know. Um, But yeah, like now if you shoot something with a shotgun, a floor or a wall, like you get a much bigger hole. Yeah, it it works better. Yeah. It's even better. That happened. Um, The end of round replay often shows the wrong player's perspective. That still happens sometimes. I don't think as often. uh, I bug. That's in the wrong section. I don't think it happens as often as it did before. It doesn't seem to happen on a kill almost ever. Maybe sometimes. No, there's been a... Just recently. recently. Yeah. There's been a few times that I've seen it recently where I'm like, what? Yeah, Yeah, that's true. So that that one's been, for the most part, it's been resolved. Yeah, it's better. And it doesn't really matter if it happens once in 100 games. who cares? It's fine. Not a big deal. Okay, let's go on to bugs. Various matchmaking issues. That's definitely been fixed. You guys have no idea. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Close beta was ridiculous. Frequent hangs on load screens. That's actually kind of made a recurrence. A yeah, re- we've had resurgence. a couple. No, it's not as bad as it used to be, obviously. Their matchmaking in general has just been so much better. But some of this stuff still does happen. Yeah. There, there was a bug. I think it might have been fixed since Grim Sky, but there was a bug where it would sometimes hang between um, like everybody picking their operators and then actually loading into the map. And so it would just be like yeah. a blank, smoky screen. Yeah. And it wouldn't resolve until everyone left the game and rejoined. Yep. And then it would resolve itself. But man, um, players are sometimes unable to vault out of windows. Fixed. Yeah. Do we go through the bugs? Is it worth going through bugs? Yeah, let's just skip them. Most of these bugs are probably been fixed. Okay. UI and HUD improvements. Ability to access operators menu while matchmaking. Yes. It took them. It's a thing. Forever. Five ever. But. F- Finally, you can do I that because, oh, my freaking gosh, like trying to 
like put anything on your operators like okay i gotta like convince my whole party to wait for me while i go do this and i gotta click through like a dozen menus and like freak man that's bad uh you want to read the rest of the uih hud ones no i think the biggest ones that we wanted to read were those balance okay i'm ready to skip the rest of this ui hud stuff i think yeah okay miscellaneous improvements it's difficult or impossible to pick up nitro charges placed on reinforceable walls when the player has a reinforcement to deploy. That's been fixed. Yeah. 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 It used to be like if you if you threw nitro onto it onto yeah, a soft yeah. wall, like to try to pick it up was really hard because it just wanted to deploy the reinforcement. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so yes. you can do that now. Yeah. Um, add ability to spectate teammates during preparation phase when the drone gets jammed. Yes. Yeah. It's you a can, thing. You can switch that to different drones. That just barely that is happened. So nice. And that was in uh, Operation Linguini, right? Yeah, it's got a. That was a thing. Yeah, Operation Pasta Ravioli. Oh. <laughs> yes. That was a good laugh. Uh, reviving teammates can be finicky. Make it easier to get the prompt to appear. Yep, that's fixed. Yeah, it is fixed. Well, guys, look at what we did for you. We Did brought we, you this amazing thing. They just have this like posted on a wall through, somewhere. There's marking yes, things off one yes, by one. I think that's exactly <laughs> what happens. I think it's I think it's on their like uh, their desktops of their their computers, <laughs> and they're just like crossing them off. Uh, repelling off of rooftops is tricky, often resulting in players falling off the roof. Okay, <laughs> that's still a problem. Yes, it is still a problem, especially in consulate above that balcony. People fall there all, all the, the time. time. It's so hard. Wow, that was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, it is very hard. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really only specific spots, I feel like, because most roofs have... Uh, like a ledge. Have, yeah, have a ledge. It's hard to fall off. And you know what? We were playing consulate almost all the time. Consulate and house, which are the ones that don't have ledges. Yeah. Yep. And that's where... Yeah. What happened? So, okay. Uh, placing defensive items is often tricky and can fail... Uh, if not placed just right, it would be extremely helpful if the player could hold the button to show a preview where the item will be placed. The preview should be green if the placement is valid and red otherwise. So they haven't done any of the, like, the previews to help us place it right, but... But you can hold down the button now and not place it automatically, right? Yeah, I feel like overall this has been fixed yeah. or it's just easier to play stuff. Yeah. Um, This one. Oh my gosh. Add an option to stay in drone mode. App. Sorry. Add an option to stay in drone mode after uh, prep phase. Please, Ubisoft, please. Okay, so what we're referring to is when the preparation phase is over, it automatically kicks you out of your drone and you're back to your player. And if you're, like, running from someone that's on defense trying to kill your drone, it's dead all the time. You have to press 5 again, go back to it, and, like, try to drive away. It's just... Or if you're one jump away from the right drone spot that you want to be in, it's like, okay, now i got to waste my time to get back into my thing, jump up there. It's like, I should have an option... To like when the drone phase is ending, I push F one to stay in my drone. Yeah, you know whatever it is. And press all F four. Yes, to stay in drone. Yes, that would be a good binding. Uh, yeah, you should be able to. Like, I don't understand why you should be forced. And I'm not saying that like you should automatically stay in. You should. You should have to. No. You should have to activate yeah, it. You should make it. Yes, you should have to say I want to stay in. Yeah, but it's annoying. Yeah. Um, approve rematch by majority vote rather than unanimous. Is rematching so a thing? This isn't casual only. Yeah. Is that still a thing? I don't even I don't know. I think vote for rematch is there. But yeah, it seems like if the majority votes that that might be the case though. I don't even know. Let us know. Well, how does that even work? <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Uh, add ability to join or invite friends to a match in progress. Please. Yeah. Ubisoft. Obviously, if it's a ranked match, no. But for casual matches, like, why can't we just join friends in progress? Yeah. Join in progress. That'd be nice. Uh, show, show, I can't read it, apparently. Show cause of death and end of round timeline. Like, if it's the grenade icon, knife mm, icon. The end of round timeline doesn't exist anymore. What was that? Do you remember that? this? So, it used to have, so it, like, at the end of every round, there would be like a timeline that would like run across the screen. And then it would, so it would like, there was like a bar that would go across the screen. And then with each kill that would happen, there'd be like a skull or something. Uh, so like each player, Oh man, this is hard to describe. So yeah. it, was, it was sort of like the scoreboard, right? Where there's just like a list of players. Yeah. And then there'd be like a timeline that, and your line would continue as long as you were alive in the, in the round. So like, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah it was yeah, on yeah. like a three minute like thing. Yeah. And then, when you died, it would like end in an X and a skull. So then you could see like how quickly the teams like killed each other and like kind of what the, if you ever played like age of empires two, they kind of had like a similar yeah. thing uh-huh. where it's like, okay, here's where the battles happen and here's where the populations yeah. were. Um, that was really cool. They took it out because it was too long between games. They yeah. felt like it's it it okay to take out. It was sad, but it was okay. Yeah, it was a really cool metric though. Yeah. Um, where are we? Skins for shields. That happened. That exists, but nobody does it. There's not great ones, right? No, there's not even cool ones. There should be really cool ones. And I haven't even seen one in game. I don't think. Yeah. So. Uh, make Montaigne's extendable shield ability toggable instead of having to hold the button. Hasn't happened. I still think it should. Yeah. So you click the button and it stays extended until you unclick the button or until you click the button again instead of having to hold the button down. Same yeah. For pulse. Okay, also Montaigne, I didn't know this, but when he gets hit by the echo, the, was it Son, Sonakai something burst? Uh, yokai. Yokai burst, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. When he gets hit by that thing, his shield automatically comes back. Yeah. And it happened to me twice, I didn't even know that it wasn't extended anymore. Like, you don't even, like, There's not any you don't feedback hear it. it, there's no, like, no. Like, huh. I couldn't even, I didn't even know, and I got killed from it, and I was like, what the freak? I was like, oh, does my shield, like, come I don't know up? that's ever happened to me. It happened to me again, I was like, oh. Freak, dude. So yeah, interesting, interesting. But yeah, I think that should be toggleable. Like, why should I have to get carpal tunnel if I want to be a Montane main? Yeah. Um, allow deployment of barbed wire at friendly's feet. I guess that wasn't a thing. If somebody was standing somewhere, you couldn't put barbed wire there. I guess so. That's that's definitely fixed now. Next, so that's, yeah, <laughs> that's really stupid. Um, introduce automatically enforced penalties or prompt to kick a player for egregious team killing, which we've just yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. has been has been implemented in a poor way. Temporary bans for matchmaking for too many team kills in a certain time frame. This happened, but not in the way that it really needs to. No. Um, pretty much it. Yeah. Cool. So they actually have fixed a lot of this stuff. There's still some things. So on this list of all the things, if you could choose one thing to happen, what would it be? To happen now, I think the drone thing. Let me stay in my drone. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm totally with you. I'm looking yeah. through to see if there's anything else I would want more than that. I don't think anything else even nope. comes close. That should be a thing. Why do you? Why you can you not stay in your drone if you want to? I don't know. Yeah, I. It bugs me frequently too. Like it's still frequently. I'm like, Grrr! I make that noise and you know. Yeah, it, the moral of the story, games come a long way. It's a it much really better game has. than it was in beta. And I, I think, 
like other we're starting to see other developers start to kind of follow Rainbow Six Siege's like how they're doing their game, how they're managing it, how they're sticking with it. It's kind of cool to see like Rainbow Six Siege started this like let me listen to the community and implement what they want. Yeah. Like it's cool. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah, and it, it came from, you know, a somewhat rocky launch. And it's pretty not rocky. As, not as popular as it probably should have been. Like, yeah, it, it was a lot of its problem was the time that it came out. It had a lot of very stiff competition. Yes. Um. So it like, honestly, it was just ignored. Like there was definitely like our small community of people who had played the beta and stuff were way into it. But like the gaming press practically didn't even report on it. Yeah. So and now it's talked about. Frequently. Yeah. I, I mean, it, there's like a whole podcast about it that I've listened to. Have you heard about this podcast? Oh, uh, well, freak. What's it called? Unrenowned? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, there's two like really, really cool dudes like talk about how, how sieges and Basically like, like diamond players. Yeah. Well, I think they're not like diamond, but like they're actually like are really, really, really good at the game. It's just that the game cheats them a lot. Yeah. I think like. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you all should uh, pass around Unrenowned Podcast to everybody you know because uh, it's a really cool podcast. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so should we move on to a Reddit post of the podcast? Oh, please. I am excited for this one. Okay. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I want you to go first. Me first. Yeah. Okay. So um, my post comes from Jax Grin on Reddit. Um, it's titled needed the ability to save equipment loadouts to slots per operator. Ooh, pretty interesting, huh? Yeah. So he says, I see a definite need for different weapon, weapon slot loadouts. A great example is fuse where I run reflex flash hider and smokes as his equipment when I'm playing horizontally because the three round burst complements the flash hider and allows for a pretty powerful pusher. I use this on plane and villa, but I run him with ACOG breaching charges and compensator when I play vertically as the ACOG is needed to see detail through the floor beams when I open up kill holes, I use this on meme park house and sometimes canal. What do you guys think? So the reason I picked this was because I thought it was a very interesting idea. Um, and like, we've certainly seen other games that have similar things, right? Yeah. Um, so namely, sorry, battlefield has it and call of duty has it. Call of duty is the biggest one, right? Call of duty has, has like set classes, classes for you that you can pick mm -hmm. each class. So I guess like Siege has its own operators, but Rocket League is another one. You can right, have you preset can have cars. Car, yep. Um, yeah. So it's a little bit different in Siege because you are picking from like a stable of characters and then yeah. you're modifying that person's loadout. Yeah. Um, but I think it could be done really well. The The thing that I wonder is like how many people would actually use this? How yeah. often are you really changing your loadout? The only one I change most frequently is Ash. Like if I'm gonna rush with Ash, or if I'm going to play normal as Ash, I'll change from the G36C to the R4C and suppressor and angled grip and stuff like that. Um, there's but, there's probably people who, like especially on Fuse, like the people might switch between like his AK and the shield. Yeah, and that's gonna be a whole different loadout. Right? Yeah, it's gonna be completely different. Um, and like I I guess I feel like on the ones that I use more is probably when I do it, and that probably makes sense, right? The ones that you main is where you actually just know they're like kind of uh, more minute strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. So like for Maestro, like most of the time I'm using his LMG and his um his little shotgun pistol, but on some maps where I want to like open up a whole wall. I'll take his shotgun because that thing freaking tears through walls. <laughs> so I'll take his shotgun and then I'll switch the pistol too in case I need to shoot like down a long haul or something. 
Yeah, I think like the problem is kind of is that everybody uses the same thing on every operator pretty much all the time. Like we might change between I want impact grenades or I want barbed wire, mm-hmm. maybe. But most of us always use like compensator, a cog sight, four rip. Right. Like always. Yeah. Right? Or or, or vertical grip. Different, that's that's vertical. what you use all the time. Yeah. yeah. And so like there's almost no need for it, but yeah, at the same the time, there's a small need for it, and so it'd be nice to have. But it's not like a. It shouldn't be like a. We need this right now. Hundred percent. It's an. It's a nice to have. Like it yeah. would be cool if it were there, and I think it would be useful in certain situations. The problem is that it's just not a general need enough compared to you know the fixes that need to be made and like other features like letting me stay in my drone after the prep phase, for example. Slash. Um. Right. So good idea. Probably won't happen. Sorry, Jack's grin. Yeah. It was a good idea, though. Okay. I kind of have two, but one of them we're going to talk about very briefly because we already talked about this a lot. So, and I really just want to read the comment on this one. So, this first one, it's by WorldWaster77. And mm-hmm. his title is Can We Please Get a Casual Mode That Plays Exactly Like Ranked? Yep, we've been through so, this. Yep, exactly how we talked about. He basically just wants casual, exactly like ranked. Okay. This is my favorite thing. This. This player right here on this comment says, I'm two, I'm level 250 plus something in degree. I primarily play casual mostly because my friends and I would get annihilated in platinum and diamond. Well, he likes himself a lot. Um, yeah, a good, and I, good problem to have. <laughs> and I hate how it still has an extra minute on the timer that just reinforces terrible habits, less aggression by attackers, and more turtling by defenders. Uh, ends at three round wins and has just forever back filling hell. So... I think that three on wins is fine because it's supposed to be shorter matches. Yeah, I think that's good. I I understand that. Well, the thing I like about him is that clearly he has experience, but he talks about how it enforces terrible habits, which mm-hmm. it does. Yep. Like as a four minute timer, that's it doesn't get you ready for ranked at all. No. Yeah, it, ranked like feels very so very fast. Different. If you're if you're a mainly casual player, ranked feels ranked very or, very fast. Yeah. And you're not prepared for it. No, not at all. So that's, that's just something I want to touch on real fast. We already talked about it, but it was a good post. Okay, this give me one, the real one. This one was actually very recently. I'm not going to read his name, just so you'll see why. So he says, I've been permanently Is banned. Is his name just hello? No. He <laughs> says, I've been permanently banned. What do I do? So he says, before y'all ask, it was for toxic behavior. No, Ooh. I am not a very toxic player, especially when I play this ranked. Nibba. Yes. <laughs> Got him. Especially when I play ranked, which I do most of the time. I do not insult race or use any slurs, which is what the Code of Conduct says not to do. I spent far too much money and time on this game, and having it go down the drain in an instant is so depressing to me. Yes, I made a support ticket, and they said the ban won't be lifted. However, they can't tell me why I got banned. This is frustrating on so many levels. Before I got banned, I played three or four ranked matches, utilizing voice chat to ask people how they were doing and make call-outs. I did not use text chat unless I wanted to say GG. It came as a surprise to me. I was kicked and banned for no reason. I don't know what to do. Do I have any hope? Okay. So the reason I wanted to bring this up is he could totally be lying, right? And mm-hmm. could be a completely toxic yeah. player and deserve to be banned. But the problem I have is they won't tell him why. Like that's kind so of annoying. He says. So he says, right? right. But let's, if let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Like that is annoying to be getting in trouble for something that you didn't even do. Like, or you don't know why. Yes. Like that's so frustrating. Yes. Cause what's the point? Like, why are you, just trying to be vindictive with the punishment, or are you trying to correct his behavior? Yeah, and I think the thing is like what they say: "Oh, it's our policy to not tell players why this happened." But why is that a policy? Yeah, That's why? a stupid policy. Like, why can't you say, "Oh, yes," like 
the freaking rework in everywhere almost around the world with any court or like I'm not saying this is a court and should be completely legal, but when someone does something wrong, you tell them this is why this is happening to you. This is what you, this is you the can't evidence send against to prison you. On anonymous charges, exactly. Like this is why this is happening, and he has the right to know. Like if he really doesn't know, he honestly has a right to know. Like oh, like freak, like don't say Dang. that again. Yeah, that sucks. I screwed up. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I just read it and I thought like, oh, that's interesting. Like that sucks, dude. Like if that's real, like that sucks, dude. Yeah. If, if you're going to ban a player, you should be able to point to a specific um, portion of the terms of service that they violated. And yeah. if you can't do that, then they shouldn't have been banned. And there's no reason that you should hide that from the player that was banned. Yeah. From the player that was like that you play account. Shouldn't. Like I understand. Don't give it to another player. But to the player asking like, well, why did this happen to me? You should know why. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't like that. Especially if he actually did put a lot of money. Like, say he bought season passes and bought operators and stuff. Like, it's possible people could put like two hundred, three hundred dollars in this game easy. Yeah, by now. So, like, that sucks. Yeah, that that's not a good look. Uh, if that's real, that sucks. If it's not right, real, we're giving the benefit of the F doubt. That guy. Um, and my guess is he probably definitely did something worthy of being banned. Yeah, but exactly. he should know what it is. Yeah, he should be. He should be allowed to know what it is. Yep. Okay, that's our Reddit post. Thank you to all our uh, Reddit posters. If you see anything on Reddit that you think we should talk about, go ahead and tag us. I am uh, RD Fiasco. I am you just hello. Just hello with three O's. Yes. Uh, let's move on to our listener question. Uh, I'm, this is a good one. Yeah, so this came on Twitter at R6Unrenowned. If you have any questions you'd like us to talk about, go ahead and tweet us at R6Unrenowned. Okay, so this comes from... Uh, at Steel Switch, he says, question for your podcast. What would you think of an option in custom game mode to have more than five operators on a single team? What would a match be like having all operators playing on a single map all at once? I like this question a lot because it gives me a lot to talk about. Yeah. So the second part of the question sounds insane. Yes. Would you, would you even want that? I don't know why it can't be an option. I don't think I'd want it. I think it would definitely cause... Like, the game wasn't built to be able to yeah. handle all those players and all these explosions at the same right. time. It I don't could know cause if the problems. engine could even handle it. Yeah. So, maybe not. Probably not. But, I mean, I have it, an option. It would be cool. I mean, it, it like it certainly would not be a balanced experience, but it would no. be fun as a novelty to just be like, have every operator in the game. Yeah. It would be very... That would be a lot. Like, I don't think the game can handle it, but it'd no. be interesting. No. It'd be cool. Um... What was the other part of his question again? Uh, what would you think of an option in custom game mode to have more than five operators on a single team? Okay, so yeah, that, yes. I think it would be cool to have, like, maybe change the maximum limit of players in a custom game mode to, I don't know, 16, 7, 18. Something not ridiculously high, but to a point where you can invite more players and then create a system of custom matches that you can edit where it's like you can change it. Almost everything. Like, look at Halo or Call of Duty. Uh, did you ever yeah. play Michael Myers in Modern Warfare 2? No. Like, custom lobbies? So, basically, it was like our game that we've made with Cavera, which we'll explain to you. This is actually, actually really fun. Yeah. But, basically, you have one guy, he's, like, super, super fast, and everybody else is running from him. Okay. And he goes and kills people. Okay. So, that's Michael Myers, last man standing ones. So, it'd be cool to have options like that in Siege. Like, Cavera, for example, she has 200 speed now. Everybody else runs from Cavera, and whoever survives last wins. Cool. Uh, yeah. So just to elaborate on that game a little more. So like we made this game where, uh, one player is Kavera. The other players are like, nobody's allowed to shoot. 
right? So the yep. uh, the other players like there's a specific list of operators that we allowed the other players to choose. Uh-huh. Um and most of them are like the tracker type operators like Dokabi and Jackal and stuff. Um and they are allowed to try to kill Kavera with gadgets, mm-hmm. um, but no guns, no knives. Kavera can knife. Yep. And so, like, basically what you're doing, it, like, you couldn't use frag grenades and stuff like that, but, like, Sledge could use his hammer. Um, let's see. Ash could, Ash could use her breaching round. Yep. Fuse could do set up cluster charge traps. So you could do, like, breach charge traps. Yep. Yeah. Blitz's shield, like, flasher. Yep. Um, and then basically you just had to survive. And if Cav could kill the whole team, then Cav wins. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was super fun. It was actually really fun. Um, Ellen, like we have like little rules, like, okay, you can't shoot any cameras. So Cav always has access to all the cameras. Yeah. Um, and you know, she can interrogate you and try to find where everybody is. And so, yeah. And so how it worked is at the very beginning of the match, it was a 15 second preparation phase. Cav would just run outside at the very beginning wait till it gets to three minutes and then she'd run inside and start looking for everybody. So the attackers would be inside yeah, the, the building. Yeah, attackers would get a chance to like set up hiding, a little bit of the Hiding, setting stuff up stuff. while Cav is just waiting for the timer yeah. and then she comes in. Yeah, so that was super fun. And and I, I like Steel Switch's um, suggestion. It would be cool, even if you're not increasing the maximum number of players you can have in a match, it'd be cool if you could if you could do more than five people on a team. Yeah, so, so have like... like two versus eight or something yeah like a two on eight with that kind of thing would be super fun where there's two players trying to hunt down eight people like way fun that'd be so fun um so yeah i think i think siege could do a lot to make custom games more of a thing oh yeah um it like that certainly has not been their focus like that's clear when you look at the custom games like even just creating like a regular custom game is very very clumsy yeah it's very frustrating Um, and annoying and and like there's a stupid thing where like so because it's on dedicated servers they do a thing where when you start a game, it reserves a server for you and you do that. But if you quit, like there's like a certain amount of time that the server's reserved. I think it's like 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe 15 minutes or something. And so like if you quit before that time's over, then like the server's still reserved and it won't reserve another server for you, which is like the most annoying thing because then you're yeah. like, oh shoot, I got the game type wrong. Let's like back out and fix it. And now you can't do it. Yep. So that's super annoying. But like, they I, Siege doesn't have the sandbox that Halo has, you know. No. And you can't. I don't think you can make what Halo has. With, no, you're, you're never going to get a Halo type custom game no. in Siege. No, but you can at least change. Like speed is an easy thing to change. Like, maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not a programmer. Be. But yeah, I feel like speed would be something you could change. You could change Damage like multiplier. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, and then maybe like you can pick Sledge on D. De- like change what operators can be picked on defense and offense. Like make sledge pickable for defense. Like just let, let people mess with stuff. Let people break the game. Yeah. Let them do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can come up with some super fun game type. Let, let everybody repel. Yeah. Things like that. Like just, just to, you know, or like turn options off. Like nobody can repel or, um, you know, like everybody, everybody has these gadgets. Everybody has this, this loadout or whatever. Or like, Kind of going. This is kind of maybe off topic a little bit, but kind of going with that, giving more stuff is statistics. Like it would be so cool. And there's more statistics on the Rainbow Six Siege like website, but just to be able to be in game and see like a bunch of just random statistics, like how many shots you fired, or like what I can't even think of anything right now that I was thinking of before. But like how many walls you've breached, how like stuff like that, you know, random. Yeah, like statistics. most games these days, especially multiplayer games, had like do have a ton of statistics like mm-hmm. that. Like, or even just like an open world game, you know, like uh, Shadow of Mordor. 
Like you go into that and like, it's like, okay, here's how many orcs you've killed by fire. Here's how many you've killed by like the bees or whatever. And it gives you like just all kinds of random stats that are like super interesting to look at. And yeah, it's like siege could do a lot better on the stats front. Yeah, it could. And it's not like a huge deal. It's not game breaking, but it'd be cool though. Just to see all those stats. Yeah. And like, if nothing else, I would just love to have a game history. You know, yeah. where I can go back and oh. like see all my list, all my past list of games and like how I did in each game and what, yes. what the results were and all that stuff. Or like, to be able to see like, okay, I lose on this map or I lose on this objective oh, yeah. every yeah, single freaking see, time. Yeah. I should go on casual and play that and then pick that objective so I can practice. Oh, wait, I can't. Can't pick it in casual. Plus, it's a whole different game. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like stuff like that would actually be really, really useful. Like, yeah. Uh, heat maps and stuff like that. Like. It's it's surprising to me that they haven't done some of that stuff with the amount of like esports that they're trying to be. Yeah, no, true. It's interesting. I think like there could definitely be stuff done on that front. Like not, and it's not like a huge thing. Like they don't need to do it. And there's other things they should be focusing on. Like uh, oh, I don't know the amount of forgive or punish yes. players. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Um. So between. Yeah. Uh, be- more custom game options or better statistics, what would you choose? I don't know. I really don't know. I want both. I know. I really want both too. I think I... I kind of want the, statistic- the statistics for yeah. specifically for the maps. Like, just say our my previous matches. Uh-huh. I want that. Yeah, I think I would like statistics too. I think the custom games thing gives the game more replayability. Like you get frustrated and games just like, I don't want to do that anymore. And you can go custom games and play that for a little bit. Yeah. And people are still playing Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. But. Hey, if you have a custom game you want to share with us uh, to try out and then let you know what we think on the next podcast, tweet us. Oh, yeah. And we'll uh, add our six unrenowned. Or any other questions. Um, doesn't have to be about Siege. Could be about other games. Could be about life. advice we did not set up an email um i decided i was gonna do that last week and then i went to do it actually today and i was like uh like what are people really gonna send us that can't fit in a tweet at least right now so and when that becomes a problem i think i'll do a good point but at our 600 round follow us tweet us anything else no i think that's pretty much it i just want to say one thing we talked about this a little bit but I love how Rainbow, how the developers actually look at like the Reddit, the community, and like, like okay, I can, I am one hundred percent certain that they are soon going to bring up the thing about forgive and punish. Oh yeah, they have to talk about it. Yeah, They're going they to, and that's so awesome. Like they, people can actually not riot, but like say like this is a problem, and everybody thinks it's a problem, and they comment yeah, on it like, yeah. yeah, we know this is a problem. This is what we're doing to fix it. We're sorry. Thank you for sticking with us. Like they here's, do that constantly. And like, yeah. Yeah. It's so They're cool. good at stuff like that. Like yeah. they have very good community developers. Yeah. So, Pro- props like, to seriously, like Ubisoft gets a ton of crap, but like they're good. Ubisoft dude. has made an amazing game that we all love. And like, yeah, it has problems, but freaking making video games is super hard. Okay. Like, yeah. How often do you see a game that even can launch working? Yeah. Like these days, like games are so big and like people expect so much out of games. It's just super hard. And like Ubisoft does a great job. The community managers especially do a great job. Okay. It's Epi especially. He's been there since the beginning and he's good, dude. He's funny too. Sometimes he's so boss. savage. He is, oh, sick, <laughs> sick burns, dude. He's the sickest burns. He's good. He's but, good. Um, anyway. Okay. So anything else before we close it out? Just Bye. should we go play some Siege? 
Yeah. Did you keep that in there last time? I did. You, you didn't listen. I did? No, I did. And? You didn't listen to the end. No, okay. I was probably doing stuff. He doesn't listen to the own, our own podcast. Listen to this kid. All right. Well, um, yeah, we're going to go play some Siege. We'll be streaming on uh, the Twitch and the YouTubes. I am VG Fiasco. They're not going to listen to this while we're streaming. I stream more than once. Maybe they're listening to this next Friday at precisely this time, and I'll be streaming. They'll go on, they'll think, wow, I didn't know it was a live it podcast. It was a live podcast. I didn't know this. VG Fiasco on YouTube and Twitch. Follow me. And I am just hello on everything. Just hello with three O's. Mixer, YouTube, Twitch. And Mixer. your yeah, Mixer's like, dude. Mixer's actually really cool. Let's just go into this real quick. Like, okay, Twitch obviously is the place to stream video games. Yes. Okay. Obviously. Yeah. They're established. Um, they have set up good ways to monetize streams and, you know, they really, really work with their streamers really well from as far as I can tell from as long as you have an outside perspective, as long as you're like partnered with Twitch. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That said, Twitch hasn't actually introduced any like really cool new features like for the experience of the user in a long time. I can't remember yeah. the last time they introduced like a cool new feature or like significantly improved. And it looks the, the same as it's looked since before I, that's what I can remember. Right. Like always they've done the things like, okay, now we have do tips and we do cheers and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's primarily just better ways for really for Twitch to make more money. Right. I mean, it's good for their, yeah. their streamers too, but Twitch is making money on all that stuff. Um, oh, yeah. Mixer actually is really cool. And then they're coming in and they're like, they have a, like a lagless um, stream where there's like super, super low latency. So it's all like practically real time interacting with the streamer. Yeah. Um, they have multi-stream so you can like, you can get on with another streamer and it'll put both of your streams or up to, I think, I think four is how high you can go. It'll put all four streams on the same browser window. So you can watch like all these four different perspectives. Um, so that's super cool. They yeah. also have the hype zone, which is really cool. So the hype zone is like, so if I'm just interested in watching Siege and I don't, I'm not like particularly committed to a single streamer, I can watch the hype zone and that will take me, it will like cycle through streams that are the closest to the streamer winning a game. And yeah. so it's like, it's always on like an exciting moment. And so it's cool for the the viewer because they can just kind of um, just watch like exciting stuff and they can discover new streamers. And then it's sweet for the streamer because you get to like, Four, uh, four, three in a match, and all of a sudden you have 120 viewers out of nowhere, and it's yeah. like, well, this is cool. Like maybe I can convert some of these people, you know? True. So like, props to Mixer. I I hope the they Mixer have succeeds. good ideas. They just have to stick with it and fix some of like the clinkiness. Yeah, because there's clinkiness of clinkiness uh, of their website. It's like there's sometimes where I click a button, it doesn't do anything. I'm like, you're like you're not yeah. working. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, it's a little clunky, but but props to them. I hope that they do well so that there is more competition in that space. YouTube is just yeah. not really trying. They could have. I know. They like it, it was, was good when it, was it came like out. Like 2013 or something. Yeah, and like nothing. And since they came then. out with YouTube gaming and seriously like almost no improvements. Yeah, nothing. Like sad. I don't know. They have so much money behind them. They already are the biggest platform for video game videos. Yeah. On the internet, like I don't understand I why far. they're not trying to to leverage this more. But anyway, anyway this is a topic from Siege, and I want to play. I seriously want to go play some Siege. Let's do it. Yeah.